I believe that it's time for us to understand that the Lord needs us now. And we need him now. We must remember that. Now is in this present time. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. Not next year. A lot of us are living and waiting for the now of Jesus in the hereafter. I don't need him in the hereafter. I need him now. We need him now. When you got in the car this morning, you needed him now. When you go to work tomorrow, you're going to need him right now. Everybody wants to talk about the future, and there is no future unless you can live in the now. Everybody wants to wonder, you know, I want to make sure I've got enough money for the future. Well, if you don't have enough money in the now, you're not going to have any in the future. It's got to start now. So now it means in this present time, in this moment. 1 John 3, verse 1 through 3. Behold, he says, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. One of my, father, my father's favorite verses. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should, be, we should be called. Notice the terms here. We should be called. What should we be called? So look at it. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth not, there because it knew him not. Beloved, here comes the word. Beloved, now. Beloved, now. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we shall appear, when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. What are you saying? I am a son or a daughter of God now. I'm not waiting to go to heaven to be a son or daughter of God. I'm not waiting for some cataclysmic event till I can say I'm a son or daughter of God. I am a son or daughter now, right now. Now, in this present time, I am a child of God. Can you say with me, I am a child of God. We're not waiting for you to be a child of God. I'm not hoping you're going to be a child of God. You are. And it doesn't matter where you came from, what nation you're from. In Jesus Christ, you are now a son and daughter of God. Now, in this present time, let's just put it into perspective. In this present time, I have power now. Say, I have power now. I have great ability now. I'm not waiting till some future event to have ability. I have ability now. I am an heir. I am an heir now. I'm not waiting till I die in the sweet by and by. That's all well and good, and I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus face to face. But I'm an heir now. I have hope now. I'm an heir now. I, listen to this. I am not second in his sight. I am first in his sight now. Now I have salvation. See, everybody keeps waiting for salvation, and now we have it. We've got it. Quit begging for it. Quit pleading for it. Quit wondering if you have it. If you call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and let me tell you, you've got salvation. You may be on the first step of it, but you've got it. Amen. So now I have salvation. Now I have victory. See, we've got to learn that terminology. We've got it now. 
Now I am an overcomer. Right now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. I am now an overcomer. Why am I an overcomer? Because God, watch, God is an ever-present God and He's a loving Father. He's an on-time God, yes. Where he is an on-time God. And because of that, we represent those seated here today. And those that listen to the podcast, they understand that we represent our King, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now. I'm not waiting to represent him next week. Well, when I get the opportunity, I have the opportunity now. Well, one of these days when I do better, I'm doing better now. One of these days when I have enough, I have enough now. Why? Because the Bible says I have enough. If I have him, I have enough. Get this into your spirit. We need to change our terminology and our thinkingology. The way we think. Because we don't see ourselves as God sees us. We really don't. We see ourselves, we look in the mirror and we see the aging person there or the balding person there. I mean, we see that person. But the truth of the matter is, it's something beyond that. Let me make this statement to you. You are not a physical being. You are a spiritual being with a physical manifestation. You're a spirit. You are filled with God's spirit. That's why I can say you can have now things that you thought you could not have. Your prayers are answered, as a matter of fact, right now. Why? Because it does not yet appear who you are. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ is in you now. He's with me now. So I represent who? Him now. And because of that now, I want to honor the Lord now. Why? Because I have to honor the one who creates me, who created me, who gives me life, who sustains, not only gives me life, but sustains my life. The one who holds the hearts of all mankind in his hand. He holds it. Remember the old song, he holds the whole world, in his, he's got the whole world in his hands? That's not just a song, it's the truth. He's got it. He is the one who always stands in my now and forever. He's standing in my now. He is in my present. I believe that you can have a heavenly experience now, because I'm going to tell you there is a place in God where you can have a heavenly experience. Give it to me in Scripture, Bishop. I'm going to give it to you. Deuteronomy 11, verse 20, in the King James Version, 20 and 21. I'm going to show you something. He's promised me if I lay up in my heart his words, if I lay up in my soul his words, Watch this. This is what he promises. Deuteronomy eleven twenty, And thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house, and upon, the, uh, upon thy gates. 
that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. There is a place where you can have heaven on earth. He said, well, man, I've had heaven. I married that woman. I'm in heaven. No, you're not. You just think you are. That's the kind of heaven I'm talking about. I'm talking about a real satisfaction, real living, real life, where I can get up in the morning and say, now, beloved, I am a son of God. Now, I have healing. Not tomorrow, not next week. Well, I'll be obedient, obedient to the call next week. Really? He doesn't need you next week. He needs you now. So as the days of heaven upon earth. How many of you believe you can have a little heaven here on earth? You say, well, I don't believe that. Still don't believe it. Well, I'm not going to have time to preach it. But if you want to know the fact, Eden was like heaven. So I must honor the one that gave me this ability. The one who made a proclamation that we read in Revelations 1.18. Watch this. This is the one I'm talking about. He said, I am he that liveth, Jesus. I am he that liveth and I was dead now. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And he says, and I have the keys of hell and of death. Now, not tomorrow, not next week, not sometimes in the future. He has it now. Which means to me, hell has no power over me now. <laughs> because if heaven's got power over me, hell can't have it. Now, some of the things I just read, I'd read in the King James Version. But I want you to understand, when I went back to the Younger's literal translation, it meant exactly what I just read. The literal translation, not going into any of the other standard translations. But when you go to the original, what he meant there is exactly what he meant. You can have heaven on this earth. So I, I respect the one who has the keys of death and hell in his hand. And I honor the one who took the grip of Satan off my throat. Took the grip of Satan off your throat. He lives in us, and gave, the, gave us the power to become sons and daughters of God. Now. So I say, get ready, East West Church. I'm a child of God. I'm not Baptist. I support and lift up the kingdom of God. And I'm waiting for, for some of us to start to express it. The love of the kingdom. The joy of the kingdom. The creativity of the kingdom of God. We should truly be what the scripture says. We should be the head and not the tail. We should be above and not beneath. We should be now. It's got to happen now. So we have to get ready as a church. Because the sons and daughters of God are about to march forth <clears throat> with great strength and power. Well, who are those that are going to march forth with great strength and power? They are those that are led by the Spirit now. 
God is my healer now, my redeemer now. I once was lost in sin. I was sold out to sin. But Jesus purchased me through his own shed blood. And I'm free at last because of Jesus Christ. I'm redeemed. He's my redeemer. He's my life. He's my love now. He's my strength. He's my hope. He's my first and the last. He is the everlasting one. Psalms 124, verse 1, verse 1 through 8. If it had not been now, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth now. You know, we've all gone through. Is there anybody here that hasn't gone through pain in their life? We've all gone through some pain in our, and sorrow in our life. Sometimes you don't even understand it. You can't define it. Why is this happening to me? I'm not that bad a person. The truth is, you're not that good a person. I'm not all that bad. Well, really? We're not really all that good either, are we? But we've all gone through some pain. I have. And wonderment. What in the world's going on? Here in the last few weeks, I've scratched my head a few times. Good thing is, God ain't scratching his head. He knows exactly what he's doing. So we've gone through these things. And we've experienced many difficulties. And we've gone through what I would call our own personal hell at times. But through it all. But through it all. But through it all, there's been a place of peace in our valley. There's been a peace in our valley and a calm in our storm. Because Jesus stands and says, peace. Yes, through it all, our God has been our refuge in the now. In the now. I don't need a refuge tomorrow. I don't need one next week. I need it now. Psalms 34, verse 18. The Lord is nigh unto them, which means now. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And save as such as be of a contrite spirit. That's in the King James Version. But if you read that same verse in the New International Version, it means the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Crushed. Now. Then you take that a little further in Psalms 34, verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Now. Now. So, here's what I say now. Many 
can be plenty, and plenty can be more than enough of afflictions. It's time for the sons and daughters of God to walk in signs and wonders. But they that do know their God will be strong and do exploits. If not, if not, we're no different than the world. We're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. We never see. We're always wondering, how can we get this thing done? Instead of saying, Lord, I know you are my light, the light of my life, and you are the one that will answer all my needs. You're the one that will help me through this. Because there's been times when I didn't have the right answer. I just didn't have it. But I knew he did. I said, God, I can't do it, but you can. We're losing generals. Charles Stanley went home to be with the Lord this week. Generals, man. People that changed the landscape of Atlanta. I think it's time to quit dying and start living. Nobody in here has a right to die. You don't die. You say, well, Bishop, no, I'm telling you, I want you to live. The Bible promises me life everlasting, the abundant life. And I'm going to accept it and take it. I've seen hurting people all my life. And all that suffering needs to be answered. How? With a word from God. Just one word in the now and death will give way to victory. And hell will give way to heaven. So where does that word come from? I'm about to close this. Where does that word come from? Well, I'm glad you asked. That word comes from you. And it comes from me. It comes from the children of God. The word. We need to remind people of God's ability in their life because my God the Lord Jesus Christ is able today to change your life and no matter what your life is or what you think it is today it can take on a new dimension because the Bible instructs me in 2 Corinthians three seventeen. now the spirit and now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I'm free.